Hello, hello, hello. Seanorama from the Sean Geek Podcast doing a quick solo outing today. I'm driving on my way home. It is Halloween at the moment. Yes, Halloween. Probably one of my favorite times of the year, if not my top one. Um, uh, Halloween has become a lot more fun and a lot more special since uh, my kids have been born and we get to experience it with them. Uh, We had a little party for the kidlets on the weekend. Uh, Had a little Halloween maze in the backyard that they ran through. Waited till the was dark out and then we had they had flashlights they were armed with we spray painted a path in the backyard and had these little fences and lots of ghosts around and body parts and chasing each other my wife dressed up as a as a very good looking werewolf and I get dressed up as a um, voodoo New Orleans voodoo doctor and uh, we went out and just played, and everybody got involved. Even the dog was running around because she was so excited. It was a blast. Tonight, on well, today, Abby went to school, and she got to dress up for school. She dressed up as a My Little Pony. Wonder whose idea that was. Intent wifey wifey. Um, and then um, after that, so tonight. We are going to be going out, taking the kids around the neighborhood. We're gonna get some loot for them, which we will reap a tax on because we don't want to give them that much sugar, or maybe spread it out over the rest of the year. And um, my daughter, I'm not spoiling anything here because I'm probably gonna post this the day after Halloween. But my daughter will be dressed up as a. Um, a zombie. So my daughter loves zombies. Just loves zombies. And my other, that'd be Abigail. And Eleanor is going to dress up as a scarecrow. Yeah, so we're taking them out. We'll see how it goes. Last year when we took them out, um, Abby dictated. It was it was cold last year, but Abby dictated after about 20 minutes that she was done. Uh, we, we live in a little kind of cul-de-sac uh, sort of street. And then um, we didn't even make it around the street. Uh, the year before, we went out We went out a lot further, or the, uh, two years ago. So we'll see how we do. Um, this year, Eleanor is fully mobile. So um, Eleanor might dictate the pace that we take and uh, see how we do. So, does anyone else out there like Halloween? What traditions do you have? We had a Halloween party one year. Oh yeah, so let's uh, finish off here. So what, uh, and then afterwards what we do, usually the wife and I split off, my wife would stay home and give the candies out, now we take the kids, but this year we're both gonna take the kids out, and since they don't last very long, We'll come back and uh, continue handing candies out at our house. That's going to be fun. Um, we generally kind of camp out in the front part of a house closest to our front door. We play scary music or put on, uh, I think last year we were watching Supernatural. Uh, kind of while we were 
tending to the kids. Um, and then ended up playing a board game later once the, everything slowed down. So I think we're probably going to follow something along that pattern tonight. We did, uh, we did uh, a fair amount of decorating. My wife did most of the work. I owe her. And she carved some pumpkins that were donated by Sumka Brothers. So thank you so much, Sumka, for the uh, for that. And um, yeah, I'm really pumped, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to get home. I'm actually maybe driving a little too fast on the way home because I, I just can't. I can't wait to get started. The kids are just gonna have a blast. Um, in the past, before the kids, uh, Halloween was always a big thing for me. I trick-or-treated uh, quite a while uh, until I was older. Because uh, I really liked the idea of getting dressed up, going out, being a character. Um, there were many times, many, many costumes over the years where I would actually just get into character and be going to have fun with it. Um... Uh, Abby's been practicing her zombie characterization, so she's been doing a lot of uh, uh, kind of dragging her feet, doing all that sort of stuff. That's been kind of entertaining. And then um, in the past, we've had we actually had a party I think once or twice, for sure, a couple times. Um, and I always get dressed up. I'm always doing up a new costume. I've had some generic kind of boring, you know, off the rack stuff uh, when I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. But I, I think some of my favorite costumes over the years is <clears throat> I actually built a Captain America costume uh, based off the Ultimates uh, version of Captain America. Um, that was really cool. Uh, actually, got a picture up in the newspaper uh, of myself as Captain America, Ultimates Captain America, and I was arresting. A uh, crazy Britney. Uh, that was pretty cool. It was uh, Corey Geek, as you know, from the cast. Uh, and then um, I had some other creative costumes over the years. I was a uh, kind of a, sort of a follow type character, an original creation. Um, I created, uh, I kind of created a bit of a backstory too, because hey, I'm a writer, that's what I do. So I created a bit of a backstory for the guy. He's a mechanic. Uh, who survived the, uh, the apocalypse and you know in a world full of zombies and whatever else and uh, he's made armor over his uh, over his legs and arms using license plates um, he uses a uh, a wrench as a weapon uh, he's got his welding goggles on because I mean he's a body man who works in cars so he's got his you know welding glasses um, he's got a bunch of soot on his face from working on cars, soot or like, you know, grease or whatever. Uh, it was a really good costume. It's actually, uh, if you go to my Instagram account, uh, you'll see me there in my regalia. Uh, that's kind of my avatar picture at the moment. Uh, what are the other costumes? I had a lot of interesting costumes over the years. Uh, I did make a Nightcrawler costume uh, many, many moons ago. That was pretty good. I think I wanted to revisit it again. Maybe try it again. 
this is the classic, uh, the classic Nightcrawler costume from the comics from like the 70s, 80s. Um, and uh, it, uh, <laughs> I'll put it out there, I left little to the imagination. Uh, I remember before I wore that costume, I trained my ass off because uh, I didn't want to have a pot belly and uh, wearing spandex like that. Uh, that was a fun one. That, that one's on the internet somewhere. If you want to find it, I'm sure you'll see it out there somewhere. Um, and what else? I, I, I've done the kiss costume, kiss thing many, many, many times. Um, more times than I can count, I think. Um, and there's been other ones. Uh, but yeah, like I really, I really, I really dig it. I have a lot of fun. Uh, the Halloween parties we've had, we generally had uh, some sort of thing going on with the party. Uh, games specific to Halloween, Halloween movies playing. Um, when I met my wife, like it just the Halloween parties just got better because um, I had a partner in crime to make them a, a bit more elaborate. So we would do uh, food uh, laid out to look like you know horror themed things. We had. Um, had a, a, a man, like a scarecrow made up with popcorn. I think it was popcorn spilling out of his belly. Um, various things that kind of looked like fingers or eyeballs, like that sort of thing. Did a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, it's fun. There's there's always, I can't, I can't remember, there's, there's, especially around this time of year, there's always some Facebook thing that pops up. Uh, it usually something religious based. Uh, usually, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to. It, it's usually the, the, a hyper religious group that kind of falls outside the norm of a, a standard Judeo-Christian uh, or whatever, where they're just really extreme uh, religionists, for lack of a better word. And um, this time of year, they always post something that's. You know the evils of Halloween and how we should celebrate it and that sort of thing and uh, let Satan into your heart and, and that sort of thing and and I mean that's maybe the basis for the religion or the basis for not the religion but the basis for the uh, for the holiday or the event of that time of year may have been based off of old pagan rituals or you know, old satanic cults, like maybe, maybe they play something into the Halloween holiday and try different things and, you know, perform certain rituals on the day of, but I, I think the, the banning or the boycotting of, of Halloween based on what people do on Halloween and, and, you know, and look back like what Halloween, Halloween really is or what Halloween has become Halloween really to me what it's evolved into despite its origins or despite where it came from it became something else it became a chance for the kids to dress up go out in community and go door to door get to know your neighbors um, get to dress up get to have fun um, get to have parties I mean, it's a, it's an excuse for social gatherings. It's a, an excuse for community within your neighborhood. 
it's an excuse to get to know your neighbors. Um, it's a chance to give back. You know, your it's it's a charity. You know, people come, you give them candy. You're, you're being charitable. This is what Halloween is and what it evolved into. Yes, maybe it came from this or came from that, and maybe you can tie the origins of Halloween to satanic rituals or cults or that sort of thing. And you know, the whole birth of Halloween and where it came from is, regardless, it came from somewhere, but that doesn't mean it has to stay there. And the same thing equates to uh, any other holiday that your religion or culture upbringing doesn't agree with, just think of it this way. Things evolve, things change, things become other things. Halloween has become a safe thing. It has become about the kids. Um, If you want to equate it to something, it's like Kiss. Kiss came out in New York City they were dangerous. They were um, they were something else. They were, you know, this demonic-looking guys. You know, these these strange creatures from another dimension playing this music that you know made your ears bleed. And they became uh, an institution. They became iconic. They became a brand, and they became a place. Or you could take your kids and see a, a show, you know, much like a circus or, you know, and, and it evolved into that. So regardless of its origins, I mean, the origins of KISS were never, you know, bad origins. They were never evil or anything like that. Although, you know, people said that it was something else, but it wasn't. Um, regardless of the origins, it became something else and then it evolved and it changed and KISS allowed that to happen and allowed it to change and, you know, become something else. So, I mean, that's what it is and what it became. Um, despite its origins, you know, that's what it is and that's what it's become and that's what it, you know, that's what it is. So, uh, I mean, the same thing applies to other holidays. Um, other holidays of all, um, Christmas is probably a good one. Don't want to, you know, raise controversy or anything, but um, Christmas was, you know, about the birth of Christ, and you know, it was a, it was a very Christian holiday, um, and that's what it was about. And that's what it was, you know, that's what it was for. But it later evolved into something else, and it became—I don't know if the word's appropriated, but. It became used by others to be something else and to be, instead of being strictly stuck into that pocket of just being for Christians or, you know, the other religions that celebrate the birth of Christ, it became something that was more inclusive, something that was more commercial, something that was more embracing, that allowed anybody regardless of your background religion to celebrate it and by it you know it became about Santa Claus Santa Claus was you know a, a different guy I mean it was still related around the Christmas and you can still maybe tie in the story of Santa Claus um, 
into Christ maybe or something or I, I don't know but you can do something there but I guess what I'm saying is Christmas was originally about the Christians and then Christmas became about everybody uh, regardless of you know your, your nationality your religious background uh, it became all inclusive and anyone could enjoy and be part of Christmas and enjoy it I, I like that version of Christmas. There's a commercial side of it that takes away from its origins. And I know people complain that Christmas should go back to what it was. But Christmas is what it is to who it is, when it is. Um, as long as, you know, the idea is there, the nugget of the idea is there, which is being, you know, good to your fellow man. You know, celebrating, you know, the, the, the Christian faith celebrates it in one way. I mean, that's where it came from. And it was celebrating the birth. And then, you know, the giving a gift was tied into the, you know, when they gave the gifts to baby Jesus and all that sort of stuff. And that's fine. And it kind of evolved into, well, you give gifts at Christmas time. Uh, it's, it's a time for your family to get together and spend time with each other and talk to each other and, and feast together and, and celebrate, in a way, celebrate family. Um, and you see family, you know, at Christmas time you see family maybe you don't normally see. And it, it became about that. And I know some people say, well, it takes away from what it's really about. But at the end of the day, Christmas has become about family and about a time for family to get together and be together. And I don't think that's a bad evolution. Yeah, maybe it forgot its origins, but those origins maybe don't apply to everybody. I mean, if it's not your faith and you don't believe in any of that Christmas stuff, that where it came from, then that's fine too. Um, consequently, also, the whole thing with Santa Claus was based on Krampus. Anybody who knows anything about Krampus, Krampus was a pretty bad dude. Krampus became Saint Nick or uh, Chris Kringle or whatever, and they they changed the monster that was the Krampus and evolved him and turned him into Santa Claus. So they took all the sharp edges out of the character and made him a good guy. They made him, you know, a peaceful guy, a guy that helped instill morals into your children and you know reward people for being good. You know, so. You know, despite its, you know, origins, like the Kris Kringle Santa Claus thing, which was really an evil thing, they changed it into something that was light and fluffy and was inclusive and good for the family. And by taking Santa Claus and kind of getting him to replace that Christ guy, in a way, it opened the doors so the holiday could be enjoyed by more. Instead of being exclusive, it became inclusive. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not trying to cause offense. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. That's the, the last thing I want to do. But what I'm saying is, you know, we were in a sensitive society where you're not allowed to say Merry Christmas to somebody. But when someone says Merry Christmas, when they're saying Merry Christmas, they're saying Merry Christmas based upon their own faith, belief system, um, or not. Merry Christmas. Uh, Christmas is celebrated by atheists. So, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean? 
if an atheist says Merry Christmas to an atheist, we're not they're not implying that they're religious. They're just saying, you know, Christmas is a season, it's a time of year, it's something that it is. Um, I'm not religious, but I celebrate Christmas. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally fine. That's all I'm saying. So, all that being said, let's go Halloween. I made it home. I gotta go see my kids. Peace out. Peace, love, and hugs. <laughs>